Welcome back to the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. Today we've got our draft review episode for for our league. Um, today I'm joined by Charlie, Mooney, and Josh. How are we, guys? Good, thank you. Yeah, good man. How's everyone right. feeling? How's everyone feeling post draft? Oh, I've got a lot of emotions. None of them good. Seventy-five <laughs> percent, I'd say. Yeah, just pay me now, I reckon. Yeah. Oh, like you're, I, I feel red hot. I'm, I'm happy if everyone just wants to transfer me the money now. Yeah, I probably will actually. Let's be honest here. All right, bet done. Um, all right, look, I'm, uh, I'm thinking we get into it. We're, we're just going to be talking all things the draft that we just went through. Uh, yesterday. Now, let's preface this by saying it's a 16-man league, varying um, levels of, of experience uh, in the draft, but most people are are coming back for their second, third, fourth cracks at it. Now, I, I will also throw in the fact, because you'll kill me if I don't, Josh is our returning champion for our league as well. So well done, Josh. Woohoo. Wait, sorry, um, I didn't hear that. Um, sorry, that uh, right? and the name of the league is Josh Halliday's Fantasy League. <laughs> he is the champion. He did get to pick the name. All right, let's get into it. Let's talk through uh, first pick. So the first pick was actually you, Mooney. Talk us through it. Yep, not a hard one to make. Nathan Cleary, no worries. Yeah, the box chin, well done. Yeah. Um, now, second pick, controversial <laughs> and unfortunate, Cam McInnes. Yeah, that's um, auto, auto, auto pick strikes again. That's what happens when you're not paying attention. You're too busy yeah. trying to log in on yeah. first time. So. No, no dramas <laughs> with that pick. Yeah, no, it works out well for me because it wasn't me. Um <laughs> We then we we then had the usual suspects. We went Damien Cook, Harry Grant probably went a, went a little earlier than than I kind of expected. Hmm. Um, and then the Parpy got picked at five. So like, don't get me wrong, I love Parpy. I love the mullet. I love the mullet. We all agree we love the mullet. Friend of the show. Yeah. But uh, no, boy howdy. Yeah. Can can does anyone want to weigh in on that Parpy too early? Do we all agree? Perhaps? Yeah. Yeah, too early. Yeah. Probably okay. say, yeah, at least ten picks early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have thought so as well. Um, and then I sort of walked, uh, I sort of lucked into uh, getting Payne Haas at six. I think people were a little worried about his suspension for the first three weeks, but I just think a bloke that's going to average probably you know anywhere from sixty odd upwards to seventy odd is is probably too good to pass up, even if he's going to be missing the first three weeks. Um, Teddy next, and then Daniel got a bit of a steal with Cherry at eight as well. Um, and again, just sort of shook things up with with Papi going early. Um, and then Josh, your first pick. Happy with it, Crichton, Angus Crichton. Oh, very happy, mate. The goatee, the the long locks. Is he going to uh, captain the side? I think he, he's going to no, your he's side. Is he going to captain your side? Definitely captain my side. He's an absolute yeah. weapon. But um, yeah, I was pretty happy with him at nine. So yeah, a bit of jewel as well, which is always nice. Can't complain. Yeah. No, fair enough. Uh, Charlie, your first pick. Uh, the real JT, Jason Taumalolo. How are you feeling? It was a bit of a panic pick because everyone had made pretty bad – well, some people had made some pretty bad picks before me. So I had a game plan and then it got to me and I realized that there was a heap of players left that I could have gotten and then I chose Taumalolo even after we had a discussion. What I'm saying <laughs> is in the pre-draft chat, you sound a lot more confident than what you do now. Your phone is going to be, going to be say, this, I, it's going no, to be that. You know what? I'm, I'm going to will it into existence that he will score me at least 80 every week. 80 at <laughs> least? <laughs> oh, that's bold. This, we get some be, air horns this around will be that. his uh, best first. season yeah. ever. And everyone will be like, wow, Charlotte, you made the best choice, the best pick. Todd Payton, the Ford Whisperer. I'm, I'm just yeah. putting it into into existence. I feel like that's what my 2021 is all about. 
I've got I've got yeah. some picks here that I that I want to talk about. Um, Coruscant going at fourteen. Do we do we think that's a little low than what people expected? Coruscant going at fourteen. No, I expected people to go hookers early, so I was really this was my yeah. sort of draft strategy. I wanted people to pick up their wing of fullbacks and the hookers early because it would be really good for me to pick up mids and edges and whatnot. So yeah, um, I really liked the fact that Coruscant went early, and same with Papi and. Brimson, they all went really early, which I love. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Was that a shot at me? <laughs> yeah, too early, mate. <laughs> too early on Brimo? No yeah. way. No Second way. No. Round. No, you were, you, I bet, I, you know what? I bet you were seriously going, I hate Tom. I hate him so much. I want to Brimson so badly. And no, this no, is really. all fake. He came to me in like maybe the third, fourth turn, I might have been able to get him, but. Fake news. No, fake back news. Backup captaincy option, Payne Haas. For, so your first three weeks, who's your captain? Marty Tapao. Yeah. Okay. So that could be very hit or miss. Yeah. Oh, it, it is what it is. He's just holding the fort for the first couple of weeks. <laughs> you can get three losses and then you just got to get wins across the board. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. We've seen everyone in our league. Who, who, how are we guaranteeing that, that me missing pain ass is going to equal three losses? I mean, there's basically a couple of buy rounds that we've got each for each of us throughout the season. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I'm not. I'm not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, now let's talk through our very own Sammy D taking an injured Kalen Ponger at 15. Everybody happy with Sammy D's thought choice there? Thoughts? For it. Yeah, not a bad pick, I'd say. Was it, was it, was it, your, was it his pick or your pick, Moon? Uh, his, he asked, but in the back of his mind, know, he knew that he wanted his boy KP. So um, he's, everyone was very comfortable with that pick, I think. In, yeah. Here's yeah, one. Jerbo's falling to pick 16. He was a, he was a top-round sort of pick. Last season, him falling to 16, does that surprise anyone or do we think it's about right based on last year? No, he went at 15 last year. Oh, no, he went at actually 16 last year. Did he really? Bang. Yeah, bang on because I picked up – oh, no, he went at 15 last year. I picked up Moses at pick 13, then 14, 15. No, 16. I picked him up um, my second pick on the turn. So, no so yeah. Yeah, okay. So consistent. Um, yeah, very. Did anyone get some um... – any sort of some steals they felt that the that they sort of went way too went way too late or anything like that. Was there any other controversial picks from sort of like the first or anything controversial from the first twenty? I think just yeah, cause... a few. Yeah, talk me through it. What are you thinking? Well, people like Zach Lomax and Jared Croker picked twenty eight and twenty nine for starters. Meant that I could get Twal and Papali on my second and third pick. Like, Oh, yeah, um, I can see yeah, that. So Max and Jared Croker should not have gone um, that early. Like, not bad. Zach Lomax's gun at center. Don't get me wrong, but second pick for um, for your center is big. Yeah, and I suppose when when you yeah when your first pick was little Papi and your second pick is Lomax, <laughs> yeah, you're you're rolling the dice on some backs there. Mm. Boy, howdy! Whoever whoever coaches the system of ropes and pulleys. <laughs> I'm praying for you. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, boy, howdy. There's some, some middle forwards that, that fell really late. We had Clemmer go late. We had Twile go late. Again, this is all relative, but obviously Clemmer, Twile, and Papali going in the 30s. Thoughts? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, loved yeah it I, was for me. Happy. I was pretty shocked that Cam Murray fell to me at 24, actually. So I was... Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the, again, absolute schnack of a human being, schnack of a fantasy player. <laughs> he did well there. Yeah, that's what I, I was aiming for. I would have liked him. So, um, but yeah, would have surprised if he if he fell to me anyway. Thirty-two. I think Nathan a lot of people because it's sixteen people. 
What's that, Charlie? Um, because it's a sixteen-people person league, like I think a lot of people panic and they get their like hookers and centers really early, which means that you do find that you pick up these really good players because like I think some people had picked up like two hookers by the time it already got to that point. Like, and it means that you've got some space for those like fullbacks and the edges as well, which people have kind of like overlooked because normally, I guess people don't feel like they're high scoring enough or consistent enough, and everyone no, wants their, their their high scoring hooker early on. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I think I feel like my team's pretty accurately named. My team is called Head Noise, and I feel very comfortable with that. There was there was certainly some demons going on during the sixteen person draft. Yeah, there was. <laughs> yeah. There was there was some. Is there, is anybody actually? You know what I want to talk through really quickly. Does anybody have any regrets? Any regret picks that they made? I've I've got one personally, but guys, any anyone? Else? <laughs> um. um I regret picking up Nofaluma after I specifically said in a previous podcast that I would never pick up Nofaluma for fantasy again. He's a rig-based selection. It's all right. He's a good-looking human. Just, yeah. just stare into it. I, but I'm confident that he's going to do well. Like, I think that maybe the three previous seasons that I've had him where he's been injured for the majority of the season is just, you know, fourth time's a charm, fourth time lucky. And yeah, I, I think that's what people say. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, the same. I'm pretty sure that's the phrase. Fourth Even, time's a charm. Even though at the time I did the whole, like, I picked up and went, oh, shit. Um, as soon as it was done, I was like, okay, no, this is fine. I can make this work. <laughs> Mooney, any regrets? I hope so. No, Jesus, I hope I've so. Got a, got a few, like, a <laughs> bit of head noise about my George Williams pick. Like, it, it, great, um, great half and whatnot. But at the time, I um, was thinking that, uh, like, I'll pick up a good winger fullback here. Um, and this is in my probably fifth fifth round pick i think and um yeah pick 65 you got yeah, i think go. to be honest i think i i, I wouldn't be feeling too bad no, about that I think. Yeah, pick, I was, but... when he, when you picked him up i was definitely thinking like oh shit wish i had him <laughs> wish he had fallen yeah i was thinking about picking up a hooker or something at this stage um but i thought he was he was there and he was um yeah too good a half to sort of let go so um yeah i was pretty happy with it but you know one that will be left wondering if I should have picked up a hooker or something like that because I'm left with Jaden Braley, who's not going to be a bad option, I think, especially if he plays 80, but no, probably not. But we'll see how we go anyway. Wrigley, any – any? Uh, sorry, for those who aren't aware, it's Josh Halliday. He, he's the rig. He's Mr. Rig, so I will refer to him as Rig. Um, <laughs> now, Josh, uh, any, uh, any, any, any head noise picks? Anything you're regretting? Yeah, one that I was a little bit – I wasn't unsure if I went too early. He's kind of like in an awkward spot with um, Reed Marnie. I seem to – all my drafts that I've done, I seem to get Reed Marnie on my team. He's kind of like, – just look at him there. He's he's averaging 50. He looks kind of nice. But Do you mean physically he looks kind of nice? Um, Are you, yeah, no, I'm just learning a lot about you. Fair enough. Um, but, yeah, that was – I guess, what do you reckon about that? Pick 41 for Reed Marnie. I've got no issues with it. The only thing for me was that he did lose some game time at the back end of last year. His yeah, scores have dropped a little. Does, Will Smith, does Will, Will Smith come onto the onto the bench and take minutes off him? But even Ray Stone was taking minutes off him as well. Oh, it just, yeah. He just didn't look settled in the back end of that year, to be honest. So, yeah, I don't know. Look, I, I, think, I think taking him where you took him, I think that's not too bad because last year he was – like a pretty pretty early sort of pick, I think, because obviously he was one of the hot commodities in terms of an eighty minute hooker. So I think I think him falling, and with, I think the risk versus reward. I think he I think he did really well, to be completely honest. Yeah, I think even if he averages like forty plus, I think that's like it. A, I think that's the standard. Yeah, 
But um, I kind of was looking late at the end, and then all these guys like Jaden Braley and stuff went really late. So Mitch Rain, 77. I was just like, oh, maybe I should have waited. Going to these yeah, other guys. I was going to say, I got, I got, I got Jakey Turpin at pick 91. So I'm, I'm, I was pretty happy. I, I was, I was pretty happy to let the sort of the hookers go. And I think we've still got some in the RFAs. I'm not too sure. Um, no, I mean, do not. Oh, we don't. <laughs> nope, we do oh, not. Beauty. Um, Moon, tell, tell everyone what, what my, what my stuff up pick was because you were bloody quick on the phone <laughs> to let me know what was, what was my stuff up pick. So I was eyeing this bloke off for a little while. Coming back to me, it was a very late pick actually. But Jake Gavarillo, um, like him as a good pick for your centres. Nice Julie, we're playing in the halves this year. Had a geese at Tom's team, and you've picked him in your halves, mate. Yeah, guess who accidentally forgot to click the button that says pick him at at center uh, at pick him at center, not at not at five eight. Because I had <laughs> I had a five eight slot sitting there, and I was I was gonna pick like Deard and also or Milford, maybe someone late, and I was just sort of eyeing it. I wasn't really gonna be too fast. I wanted to my secondary half. I wasn't as fast because there was still a lot of good centers on the board. But I was like, no, I want Avarillo in the centers, and I picked him, and I picked him at bloody five eight. So in the halves, so. Moon was very quick to let me know about that, um, so that's good. <sighs> yeah, no, that's – look, it could be all right for you. could have a good year, and but see how we go. Maybe you might be able to snag a half off the um, – you know, Josh Schuster, maybe maybe play some Manly and you can pick him up off the RFAs and sneak Not too late. You've convinced me, Jake Avrilo, averaging 80. You hit it here first. Here we go. <laughs> see how we go. Jake Avrilo, 80 points, 80 points, 80 points. Everybody take him first in the draft. Everybody take him first in the draft. If you've got a draft league coming up, take him first. Um, all right. Now, speaking of uh, of of, uh, of our picks that we've thought the most about, anyone have a favourite pick that they got really late? Anybody have a late brown pickup that they were that they were cheering about that they thought was a bit of a steal? Oh, oh, oh. Um, Moon, you got a you got a, you got a big one that you thought that that was juicy late? No, not really late. I don't know. I think they were all sort of. I was pretty happy with my wing of fullbacks by the end, like given, you know, what the, the quality is like towards the back end of the draft and looking at the RFAs now. I ended up with Dan Gagai, Nick Kotrick and Blake Ferguson. Um, Fergo, Fergo's a good shout, seeing if he, he can sort of bounce back from last year. So that's, that's – because he was – was he your last wing of fullback to get picked up or was he – Yeah. Say, yeah, last yeah, one, yeah. Last. I, um, I took Gagai and Kotrick on a turn, you know, double wing of fullback movement, which I was, again, a little bit sceptical about, but happy with the pick. And then there wasn't a whole lot sort of, you know, that I was I was liking the look of in the wing of fullbacks, but Blake Ferguson, I think um if he has a better year this year, he'll be could be some some sort of value, averaging more than his twenty nine point three last year. Yeah, I think last year was an outlier for him. So yeah, again, I don't mind that pick, to be completely honest with you. I think it's a good late pick. Mm. Wrigley, anyone you got late that you were surprised to get? obviously other than Cam Murray. <laughs> um well, I was pretty happy. I got my boy um Fish Harris. Pretty late. Um, geez, where did I get him? Like, I think in the turn round four. Yeah, I got him. Fish Harris at pick 56, which is pretty nice, I think. Um, I also got um, Junior Paulo at 73, which I was pretty happy about. Um, some big bodies in the middle. It should be like, you know, get around that 50 most weeks. Um, sure up the forwards. So... They're probably my two standouts, I reckon. Yeah, agreed. JFH did fall fall pretty low. I, you know, you know who I got even later that I was pretty happy with. I got Marty to power at pick fifty nine. Yeah, I saw that. That's yeah. yeah. You you were straight on the phone to that as well. I, I I knew I knew it was a good pick. Whenever I get a text from Josh, 
the the winner of the league, who the goat of fantasy. I was I was pretty stoked. This goat of draft. I was pretty uh, I was pretty stoked to receive that text. I knew I'd done something right. Yeah. Um, yeah, Charlie. Any any late picks that you were stoked on? Look, no. Um, <laughs> like, I'm a panic buyer in anything I do. So if there was somebody I wanted, I was going to get them. There was no one that I was like completely. Is that, is that how you ended up with Daniel? You were just like, oh, shit, he's there, panic buyer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. uh, but I just, I don't know, but I'm, I've got a positive mental attitude. So even though I might have picked up a couple of players slightly earlier, I did the opposite, then um, they probably should have gone. I think that I'll be okay and I will win. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Willing it into existence. Speaking into existence. <laughs> yeah. Law, law of attraction and all that sort of jazz. Try my best. Yeah, no, no, I respect it. Um, now, look, if we had to grade our teams uh, at a, at a 10, how would we feel? Mooney, you go first. Talk me through your team and, uh, and, and you know, what? Yeah, actually, yeah, Mooney, run, run me through your team and give me a grade out of 10 after a 16-man league draft. Um, right 16-person so. league draft. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So at hooker, I ended up with Jaden Braley. Um, my mids, I've got Alex Twal, Josh Papali, and Anfinul Blake, which I'm very pleased with. Um, my edge, I've got Raymond Fatal and Mariner and Kenny Bromwich. Uh, my halves, I've got Nathan Cleary and George Williams. My centers, I've got Isan Masters and Tom Opchek. And then my wing at fullback, Stan Gagai, Nick Kotrick, and Ferguson. And on my bench, I ended up with Luke Thompson, Corey Hawir, and Naira, Tom Gilbert, and um, Isaac Liu. Um, probably going to score myself like a, a generic seven. I think I'd, it'll. We'll see how we go. A few picks there who are you know could be okay, could be duds. Kenny Bromwich, um, Fennel Blake probably. Hopefully, he averages around the fifty that he normally does, but on a new team. Um, wait and see. Um, and, and again, you know, Nick Kodrick in a new team. Blake Ferguson. Um, hopefully, he bounces back. And then I was pretty excited by Dan Gagai. Um, not really owned him before, um, but apparently he's been involved in lots of plays and he's a Julie. Um, and due to the lack of, um, yeah, pretty pleased with that. So, yeah, a seven. I'm going to grab myself. I just want to really quickly talk about one, one, one of your best picks, I think, because you got him very, very late. Corey Harawira Naira, he was, there was a bit of buzz surrounding him. Obviously, there's up an arm about that background, but I think if he plays, that's a great late pick for, me, for you, Moon, because you got him very, very late, did you not? Yeah, I did get him very late. Um, so I'm hoping he comes back round two and can actually secure his edge spot and you know Hudson Young can go back to the back to the bench. Sorry, Sammy D, to upset your tip there, but um, yeah. <laughs> No, Sammy D deserves it. I hope, I hope Hudson Young loses his spot to Harry Wirinara. But to, to the bench, I hope Hudson Young is successful and wonderful and does amazing things. But for the sake of Sam being right, I hope I hope he locks down a bench spot. <laughs> um, all right, uh, let's go, Rig. Talk me through your team. Give it a grading out of ten, please. Oh, geez. Um, look, maybe I'll I'll give myself a seven and a half just to be above Mooney here. Yeah. <laughs> But, couldn't bloody help yourself. Could not help yourself, could you? <laughs> couldn't, mate. Couldn't. Well, it's not called Josh um, Halliday's Fantasy League for no reason. Yeah, well, I'm going for 75% this year, so we'll see how it goes. Um, what did I do? Okay, so I got Reed Marnie, Fish Harris, and Fish Harris, Paulo, and Colin Matungi in my mids. Um, then I got Crichton, Captain Cam Murray as well on the edge. Then. My halves are a bit gross, Morgan and Milf. Um, but then 
pretty happy with centers, Campbell Graham and Dylan Walker. And then I got Corey Allen, Alex Johnson, and Hammer in my winger fullbacks. And then I've got Jacob Host, Harris DeVita, Alex Glenn, and this bloke from the Knights, Dom Young, who I think is going to get the wing spot for them. Find out tomorrow, I guess, but big boy. So um, P players be pretty handy as well. Extra winger fullback and center, Jewel. Um, so I want, no, I want to talk right. through something that you did that I think is very, very clever that's gone a little bit unnoticed, or, or maybe it was noticed, it's not talked about. Picking up Jacob Host and Kaloa Matangi. Very, very clever. Talk us through it. Yeah, the cheeky handcuff. Um, well, I figured uh, it's going to go to one of the two of them. So whichever bloke gets named on the edge for the rabbits is going to be pretty handy. They usually Wayne doesn't really sub off his um, two RFs. So if you know he's starting, I think there's like a statistic already that they average like 70 minutes. He's second rollers. So pretty well locked in um, and should get a good spot, good score, whoever gets it. I'll talk through a hypothetical with you quickly. Uh, so let's so let's say let's say Kalamatangi wins the spot. Do you for, for round one? Do you hold Jacob Host for a little while just to see to make sure he cements the spots and then get rid of him? Or you just burn, do you just burn him to the RFA's quick smart in a hurry? Um, we'll see because I think Jacob Host got like 130 run meters in the trial, which you know trials on everything, but that's a fair bit for a forward. Yeah. Either way, um, I think I think you've done pretty pretty bloody well there. And the other one I want to talk about is is Hamiso Tamuai Fido, Tabuai Fido. Sorry. Uh, talk talk me through it. Um, just get him in open space, boys, um, and then let him do the rest. Bit of hammer time. Nah. Um, he was kind of like at the end there, but that I kind of genius I'm... analysis won him the league last year. <laughs> <laughs> no, just just get him in space, boys. Just get him in space. <laughs> Maybe some stop water, just like long kicks for Hammer. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Also, he could win the fullback spot. Um, no one really that's, knows. Yeah, that's that's what I was fullback. thinking. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking maybe he wins the fullback spot over Val. Or the fullback last year, though. What's that? Um, yeah, I, I was... thought I just oh, I, Hammer. Someone asked this a few a few episodes ago, where someone asked whether Hammers are. a worthwhile spot. I might have been might have been talking about it with Sammy D maybe, but Yeah, Sammy D said he was a gun or something like that. Yeah, so that's right. Was a gun. The best player ever. Yeah. Yeah. So he was he was your last pick in your starting team almost something, wasn't he? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So I don't I don't mind it as a as a draft pick, but uh I for actual NRL sake, I really hope that they don't pick him at fullback. I hope they keep him on the wing and actually do those, you know, drink water kick cross field kick to space and let Hammer pick it up and just run. Yeah. Yeah, as, as a Cowboys fan, which which Josh and I both are, to, for me, look, I don't, I don't love Jakey Clifford, but I think they, they, they seem to like him. So if they pick Clifford, I think Drinkwater plays fullback and then you've got Val on, oh, no, but then you've got Kyle Felt. Look, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. Probably, for me, ideally, Drinkwater to six, Val to fullback. Felt and Hammer, you wingers, kick, kick the Hammer and then kick up high for Felt. I think, I think that's, that's kind of your play. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, Charlie. Uh, Talk okay, to so, your team. Give us a grade. Yes, okay, so I'll give me like like a 5.6. Well, like, I thought it was a 10. I thought we had a 10 coming. <laughs> the way you were I'm, talking. I'm being humble. So when I do win, I, I, like, I, never, I never predicted it. Um, but, I mean, oh, so <laughs> I have uh, Ben Hunt as my hooker, Tamalolo, Tamal, 
Eloi, Kafusi, Cohen Hess, Kieran Foran, Chad Townsend, and my halves. Then I've got Ewan Aitken and Taryn Peachy. And Nofaluma, Ramsey, and Kachoa. And then my bench has uh, Michelele, uh Dunn, Dugan, and Granville. So, you know, it's eclectic. <laughs> That's eclectic. <laughs> so my main goal was, um, so I had Ewan Aiken a few years ago, and I thought he was just the greatest thing to ever happen in fantasy. And then everyone else also thought the same thing, so I couldn't get him back. So I picked him up super early this year just to spite everybody. So I really need him to to really make me points this year. Otherwise, it's all for nothing. No, fair enough. Um, yeah. Confident that Lolo's going to keep his his scores high, even though that there's been talk about his minutes getting reduced. <laughs> How dare you? But yeah, no, um, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I'm. I think that you know. I mean, I still have Ben Hunt as well. I have a million mids for some reason. Actually, I know why. It's because. For some reason, during the draft, it wouldn't let me pick anyone other than mids for a little bit. So I have a few more mids than I really need. Oh, that old get... chestnut. Blame <laughs> the technology. All right. Yeah, that's, you know, so, I mean, if it does all fall apart, we'll figure something out. I'm confident in my lack of confidence. No, fair enough. I, look, I, I think at full strength, if Cohen Hess wins that back row spot for the for the Cows, because, again, who knows what the Cowboys are going to do with exactly. that. I think if Cohen Hess wins that spot... Um, look to me on it. To be honest, yeah, I, I think I think it's a it's a pretty solid sort of team there. It's yeah, it's got ebbs and flows. I think that what I'm lacking in some areas, hopefully, will be good in other areas. Yeah, and again, like I said, it's a 16 man league, so who knows? Who the bloody hell knows? Well, it gets to the end, and it's just people that you, like you've never heard of, and the average is zero. Yeah, and you Google them, and like you've got like one picture of him from like 2010. Like, yeah, the round, the round one team versus the round 20 team is yeah. very, very different. Yeah, it gets, you know, towards the end, it's a bit... Ugh. Yeah, all right. Well, I'll look, I'll, I'll quickly run through mine and um, and I'll, I'll try and be um, gracious. I won't give myself a 10. Uh, i got Jake Turpin uh, at hooker, Payne Haas, Marty Tapao, uh, The Goat, Tommy Burgess, uh, Jaden Sewer, Britton Nakora, Kara Munster... Um, in my other half spot, I got Jay Gavarillo. Uh, I got Jack Bird at centre, uh, Jesse Raymond, the other centre, Brimo, uh, who brings the sex appeal to the team, uh, Jermaine Asako, Camomalo. I got Big Bad Joe on the bench, Curtis Scott, Stafford Toa, who's, who, as far as I'm concerned, the best thing since sliced bread. And then again, it's a little bit out there, but he could, he could win a back row spot, Jack Kozhevsky. So I'm not too sure what that's going to look like. But again, if he's not there round one, then I'm I'm not. Um, too upset, but yeah, I, I'd give my team. I'm I'm pretty confident with a probably I'd say six and a half to a seven for my team. Do you have any little standouts that you've got there? I was I was pretty stoked to get to Powell late. Um, I think also Nakora. I think he's going to have probably maybe not a he, he averaged forty six last year, but I, I would say quietly a, a, a really strong year. And then also I picked up Munster pretty late, so I'm pretty pretty happy with Munster. Uh, Bird. Look, if, if Bird plays that floating middle forward role, I'm very, very happy. So, again, that remains to be seen. Um, but then I got a few question marks like, I don't know what Asako is going to bring. I don't know what Jesse Ramian's going to bring. We all thought he was going to be red hot last year and just didn't deliver. Asako, again, seems to have won that fullback spot, so I'm not too sure. But, yeah, I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts? What do you reckon? I like Asako. I think it's a good pick. Um, Thank you. Ramian, we'll wait and see. But, no, I, I quite like Asako's big kicks as well. So, a few extra points there. Yeah, no, well said. 
Um, no, all right. If we if we had to have an early favorite, has everyone, everyone had a look at everyone else's team? If we had to have an early favorite, what are we thinking? Um, I'm just going to say I'm back in Moon. I I just yeah. think he's got. I think he's got the best team. I'm first seeing Lucky first, and I'm already just like, wait, great. I'm going to start <laughs> off with a lose to the season. There you go. Lock buy buy round first up for you. Good stuff. How dare you for buy round? I'm going to try. <laughs> I think there's a few handy teams around the more you look. Um, a few teams have got some, you know, some injured players. Uh, like Daniel's got a reasonably handy team as well. Um, yeah, Daniel's team's at full strength. If Jordan Ricky wins yeah. that spot, boy, howdy, that's a good team. I mean, Ricky wins that spot. Norman comes back into the team because the other member's got Will Smith in the halves, which is rough as guts. Um, he's got... Tell us uh, how you really feel. Yeah, well, I mean, a, a hooker who might play 20 minutes, um, if he actually plays, um, is rough. Um, Tony Staggs coming into his centres instead of Tyrone May. You know, that'd be pretty handy. And Dane Laurie, assuming he wins that fullback spot for the year, I think he's got a pretty good team there. Um, Luke also has a pretty good team. Um, he had a few late late snags um, in there as well. I think he took Lockheed Lamb pretty late. I think he got Radley um, pretty late too, didn't he? Yeah, reasonably late. Um, Turbo as well. He took and Stash. He loves taking his wing of fullbacks. He does. Um, I remember. I remember getting offered last year Ken Mamalo um, and and Tanoa Brown, who were both on a flight back to New Zealand the the, the very next week, in, <laughs> in order to give him uh, who did who did he want for me? One of my best wings. Oh, he wanted RTS from me or something like that for 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 those two fellas or something like. I can't, can't remember who I had, but he turbo, oh, he wanted Turbo. He wanted Turbo. Yeah. He wanted Turbo for those two. For, even though they're flying out, so he's, he's a snake. He's a he's a snake oil salesman. Is it is our Lukey? <laughs> So yeah, yeah, I yeah, I agree. I, yeah, I think I think I think Daniel's probably a, a sneaky shout, but yeah, Moon, I think I reckon you've got the best. I reckon you've got the best balanced team. What do you reckon, Josh? Uh, I, know, I know you might burst into flames giving someone else a compliment, but try. <laughs> yeah, I'll see. I'll try my best. I um, funnily enough, said to Mooney almost after uh, so much. <laughs> I was like, oh geez, Dunn doesn't have actually that bad a team, and it just about tore me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I reckon, I reckon you'd do a hammy given, given Sam a compliment. I just, I don't know, don't know why it just puts so much strain on me. But he's got um Ponga on his bench too. He's got SJ to come back into his team. And he he's got Hoy good. to cover Ponga while he's while he's out as well, which is not a bad little pick there. So yeah, no, I think there's um probably a pretty nice, like there's definitely some lower teams, but I think there's probably like. 10 to 12 competitive ones. Yeah. I was going to say as well, like James Campbell, his team as well is pretty good. Um, he's got a couple of players that are a little bit, you know, could play really well, could play terribly. Um, but like, like, you know, Dearden. Oh, actually, yeah, that's not so a bad like, little team there. If yeah. Dearden wins that spot, it depends if Brody Croft gets it or not. That's, yeah. Because I was just looking at it. I was like, it's a pretty, yeah, it's a pretty solid his, team. His issue will be... Um, yeah, whether whether or not the players he's got hold their spot because again, there's up in the air with that back row situation for the Tigs because he's got Luke Garner there. Um, Garner yeah. a bench roll and Ruben Garrick for me is he's probably not playing. Um, yeah, I, I can't see him winning a spot, especially with Saab going into that team now. Yeah, exactly. I was spewing about him picking up Dewey. That's such a cracking pick. He'll become yeah. Julie this year, and yeah. um, it was that, very what, close. The, the male is he plays six, right, Lucky? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Once he comes back in, assuming Dane Laurie wins that fullback spot, um, surely I think Dewey goes to six, and yeah, Dane Laurie's to fullback. Embai probably goes to the bench. His only issue is whether Embai plays six, 
uh, Dewey goes to fullback and Laurie sits on the bench or doesn't play. Yeah, I think I think Dewey playing six does wonders for for Lukey Brooks as well because he's going to do the lion's share of um, all the kicking and everything like that as well. So if, if Dewey does win that six spot, I think I think that unlocks Lukey Brooks to be completely honest. Um, well, actually, that being said, Embi is probably a similar sort of deal. Actually, I, I just think it's probably going to be a breakout year for Lukey Brooks to be completely honest. Yeah, I agree. Well, I do hope that Embi plays six and Dewey goes to fullback, so then uh, Daniel can't use Dane Laurie personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything everything you do in this league is despite Daniel, is it not? <laughs> yes, I mean, yes, it is. Really the the truth. Yeah. To play in fantasy. <laughs> Just to make sure he doesn't win for another season of the fantasy that he organises every year. <laughs> has, he, has he won one yet? <laughs> no. Nah. Oh, you poor bugger. <laughs> Love to see it. He always gets so close. Always a bridesmaid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unlucky. Unlucky, Daniel. Unlucky. Um, always a bridesmaid. Always a bridesmaid. Um, yeah, look, I, I'm comfortable in saying Moon's probably the, the early favourite, and I hope he enjoys all the pressure that comes with that. Don't uh, don't put the bed there, Moon. <laughs> um, yeah, look, um, is there anything else anyone anyone wants to touch on in terms of all things draft? I am intrigued to see what everyone thinks a good score is going to be this year. In our 16 league? Yeah. I think I might personally 500. I, I think 500 to 550 is, is competitive. I think that can get you a win. That was way higher than I was going to say. Oh, really? I'm saying like 600 is like a winning, a, like your winning score. Oh, like 100 high 500s is going to be competitive. 650 is like bring everything down, you know, 50 points from last year, where yeah, 700 was a, almost a guaranteed win, unless you're in a semi final against Rig, but. <laughs> oh god, that sucked! Your team had the t- the game of their the, the week of their lives, and it still wasn't yeah. enough. Heartbreak. Zach yeah. Lomax scoring eighty. Heartbreak. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so, I, I, for everyone wondering, I I gave rig Zach Lomax. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Everybody makes mistakes. <laughs> I regret everything. I'm never I'm never trading with rig again. So speaking of snake oil salesman. We got Benji Marshall for him. I was young and naive. <laughs> I was thinking, we got Benji. He scored me twenty-eight. It was sick. I gave up Lomax. He got eighty. It was a good week for me. <laughs> but Josh, what do you think a good score is going to be? Um, yeah, I think about that, mate. About the six hundreds is going to be pretty competitive for sure. Just, um, I think it'll be just hard getting a full team on the field some weeks as well. When yet, yeah. Especially if your hooker goes down, you know, <laughs> you're going to be stuffed because there's just like no one on waivers in hookers. So um, yeah, you got to hope it's something like Jacob Little, and you can snag, you know, anyone who may some random person who might come in and play sixty minutes at hooker. Exactly. Might just hopefully it's good for trading though. Like if you're really stuffed for the week, means you have to trade with someone to get a full team or something. Mm. I do think as well, like, if your captain has a bad week, that's it. Like, just call it quits. If, like, because it's just so, it's going to be so tight, I think, for most of the team. Some of the teams, not so much, but for most of us, it's going to be pretty tight. So if your captain has a complete shocker, just. Yeah, agreed. That's why I'm worried worried about paying ass, not having paying ass for the first three weeks. I I think it's going to be worth it in the long run. But I think I think it could be realistically a couple of L's for your boy to start the season. Well, a lot of people have some pretty like injury prone players and stuff as well. So you just gotta rely on that. 
Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> like, I'm just hoping that, that my team, as uh, you know, as as the fan favorite, I've dubbed myself the fan favorite. Um, I hope, I hope, I hope we get across the line in the early weeks. Actually, week. Tom, thinking of it, you've just given Charlie a heap of flack for Lolo not getting minutes. Payne Heiss's <laughs> minutes. Where are you at with that? Playing eighty. <laughs> See, you got to will it. Just will he's it. Play, he's playing eighty. I've I've heard he's he might even be start. He might even do stints at fullback and in the halves. I've heard he might go to hooker. Um, I've heard he's going to be doing the goal kicking and he's going to be captain coach. You got to get I've a heard, whiteboard. I've heard, Kevy, I've heard Kevy's down. a figurehead and Payne Haas does what he wants. <laughs> I've heard I've heard the way Payne Haas speaks to cops and I don't think he's afraid of many things. <laughs> so whatever Payne Haas wants, Payne Haas can do. All right. No, no, You've convinced me. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um. All right. Look, that's that's probably the lion's share of what we wanted to get through. D- d- just quickly, did anyone have just an out and out pick with their heart? No, there was there was no head involved. It was all all pick with your heart. I've got I've got one. And Moon's already given me flack for it. I took Brimo early because it was with my heart. Did anyone, <laughs> did anyone else just go pick with the heart? I don't care what anyone else thinks. I'm I'm going with the heart. Yeah, it was you and Aiken for me. Nice. I love that, Charlie. I love that. Moon, anyone? Uh, Alex Twile. I was eyeing him off from, from the get-go, hoping he'd come back to me second round. I Be honest. Him purely was... on his biceps. Yeah, was it rig-based? Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Always yeah, rig-based. Well, <laughs> Any, anyone heart overhead? Um, yeah, probably Michael Morgan for mine is yeah. one. I was like, uh, he'll probably do his shoulder in the second round again, but, you know. Maybe he'll get me 40 in the first round. Who knows? Yeah, he's gone to a good home with you as a Cowboys fan. He's gone to a good home. <laughs> well done. Well done, Josh. Um, look, guys, that's that's all, I've, all I had to run through. Does anyone else have anything they want to touch on? Um, what about this? Is there somebody who you were really iron off that went, you know, like a few picks before? Is there someone who like really oh, feel like just yep. escaped you? Yeah. Who was it? I had two, and they were both Daniel stuffing me. <laughs> it was he Jordan, Ricky, and Tino. Both of them. They were they fell so late, and they both got <laughs> taken by Daniel. And they you... were both so late. I'm like, yep, I'm on. Oh, and the other one was Corey Allen for you, Josh. You, you took him just before I was going to go there. Oh, bang! Well, I was yeah, going to say yeah. you got Munster just before before me, and I was really eyeing him off. Yes, I I was someone's. I was a thought in someone's side. I love that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I had quite a lot actually. Um, I was on off Dewey and Avarillo before they both went. Um, Dane Laurie was hoping to take him late. Yeah, um, yeah. No, there was quite a few that like that that kind of just went just before me. Um, but that's all right. <laughs> Dan, that. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> Gilbert, yeah, I was because I remember when he, it was happening and you picked up Gilbert and he just lost it. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, that makes me feel so much better about that pick. Actually, Wade yeah. Egan was the other one. I was hoping to get him in one of my last picks. That would have been a steal and eight, potentially 80-minute hooker on your bench um, in case Jaden Braley did nothing for me. So, yeah, um, poor old Emily might have copped a, <laughs> copped a bit from uh, from me there. But, yeah, but no, Tommy Gilbert, that's right. He can sit on my bench. Thanks, Daniel. I think that's a juicy little pick-up as well, Tommy Gilbert, when he comes back from injury. Yeah, hopefully he um, snags an edge roll and... And plays plays eighty. That'd be nice. Front front rower, or or is he going to play on the edge? Oh, I think he was tipped to play on the edge instead of oh, Mitch Dunn or Shane Wright, whoever they're trying to pick there to partner Cohen Hess. Yeah, I was going to say it's not like either of those boys have really you know nailed their auditions for 
for that for that edge spot. So yeah, so hoping that Tommy Gilbert gets to run there. Yeah. Charlie, did anyone snake you? No, because I refuse to look in the past. Everything was <laughs> a <laughs> Oh, no, no, just not looking back. No, like I, just, I can't think about all the players that I could have gotten <laughs> if I just spent longer than five seconds because I didn't want to hold up the draft. So I was like, no, nah, quick pick, done. And then <laughs> after I was like, oh, should have picked this person. But no, too bad now. Too bad, so sad. I missed out. <laughs> no, very fair. Very fair. Um, all right, guys. Well, um, good luck. Good luck this season. Um, you I, I, ca- I kind of mean it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I hope I hope it is a good year. Sixteen men league is going to be tough. It's going to be a whole new ball game. But um, yeah, well, good luck all. There'll be a couple of weeks with a guaranteed win, so let's not worry too much. <laughs> it's a sixteen minus two. Every everybody in the league is just yeah. I don't know. I don't know who she's talking about. I, I'm oblivious <laughs> to that. I wouldn't dare comment on that. I think everyone's going to be amazing. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> All right, well done, guys. All right, thanks, mate. Beauty, well done, guys. Cheers. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. Look out for our Teamless Tuesday episodes where we review all things Teamless that we'll be releasing every Wednesday and our weekly wraps that will be coming on Mondays where we wrap the week of fantasy that was.